You're listening to an episode of Metal Gear Resurrections. On this episode, I'm joined with Adam, a.k.a. Mr. Cropes, of the Metal Gear Mondays Discord. I hope you enjoy this episode, and as always, our intro and outro is by Fingers. hey uh... Hey, you hear me? Yep, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going? Not bad, how are you? Not bad. Good. Getting there. Yeah, what a day. <laughs> One second, I'm going to shut off the big PC here. Okay. I don't know if you can hear it, but the fan on it's just so loud. No. Mm-hmm. I don't hear it. Let me tell you, the recording definitely probably won't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll probably hear it like as I'm editing here, like, yeah. I was like, what is that? Yeah, what the fuck is going on? Why does it sound like he's in a vacuum? Oh, man. That's what we learned on like the first couple episodes of. The Adam and Sam versus the disco was the fans, so not doing that. Not gonna do that to you. Uh yeah, I so like even like if you can try to scrub it out, it just makes like the audio like weird. Yeah. Something scratchy. We don't need that. I was gonna say I already have enough problems out of this. Yeah, right? Let's not <laughs> compound them. Okay. All right. All right, Adam. You're back. I'm back. Part two, as promised. So, a little, uh, yeah, go ahead. A little later than probably either <laughs> of us anticipated, but hey, life happens. When you've got kids, you, you do the kid stuff. Yeah, that comes first. Um, so, let's see. You want to like deep dive into like lore stuff or? Yeah, let's deep dive into some lore stuff. Okay. I was going to say, like, I think like uh, what makes this series like so, um, like, soap opera ish is that like, it seems that the main protagonists are always in, ending up in comas. Yeah. It's, it's like both for the boss and big boss. And I just never yeah. like, it just felt like, why, why, why are we going down this route again? Like with these comas, like, come yeah. on. It's like once, once enough, like once is enough. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? After one, you kind of play with your own trope a little too much. And it kind of like, seems like for both characters, like, they get like some kind of odd little like what are they they're like they, they they've come almost like superhuman when they get past the coma stage yeah they like, come they're not, out they're, they're like not the same America. yeah like i so, said like, they're not the same person from what they went under and um i'm sure i remember for like the boss is that like it was because she was like doing a, a space mission for like for like the mercury project right right and it was like upon re-entry and it got all fucked up and yep if coma, t- I mean, wait, you know what? Wasn't it like multiple comas for her too? In and out. Now, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, and then you've got you know Big Boss who had his good what eight nine year coma. Was he? Was he? He wasn't in that coma for like the whole time, because it seemed like a from you know when you listen to the audio tapes, it's like it's first kind of plays like you know are you listening to the real Big Boss or are you listening to this Venom guy? Right kind of thing, and it's yeah. Some of the tapes, it's like I think we're listening to the actual Big Boss, and it's he's he's having conversations with people that you know we didn't see until like playing the actual game, yeah, the gameplay. It seems like John maybe had a little more free time than Venom did during his yeah. coma, and I, you know, you'd almost think that they just kept Venom under until it was necessary, really. But yeah, obviously in that time there was a mm-hmm. whole thing like a whole charade planned. Mm-hmm. And you can't, I mean, Ocelot's a smart guy, but you can't tell me that Big Boss was just going to go along with everything that Adam said to do. Nah, it's like, he wants to be in control of everything. 
And if it's not part of his plan, then it's like, oh, that that sucks. Like, I want your, your plan doesn't work. Like, my plan's better. Yeah. yeah. Kind of thing. And I'm, I'm remembering from the tapes, it's like, um, for Big Boss, you know, because he's so, he's so spry when he's, like, escorting you, basically. He's trying to like, yeah. get you up and get you going. So, and it's like, I'm believing that, you know, he's not been under as long as we have, like, the, as right. a player. Ish actually has his wits about him while, you know, Venom doesn't. Yeah, he kind of plays, like, little games with you. It's like, you know, he's, when you ask, like, who are you? He's like, you're talking to yourself kind of thing. It's yeah, like, what? Right. Are you still into that playing that, that mind mindset game with the with the person? Oh, yeah. And that's all it, that's all it, man played with Venom, really. I mean, yeah, setting yeah. him up all along. Yeah, because uh, however long he was in that coma, it was just like, you know, it wasn't even part of his plan. It was... Uh, cypher you know slash zero was right devising it's like you know i i I, we've we've moved away from the cloning people it's like we're done with clones yeah now now i'm gonna like take a person an actual human being and make them believe there's somebody else entirely yep but like you know whatever was like psychotropic treatment drugs and whatever you could do back in those times which kind of like makes you think about like the whole like um i'm trying to remember that CIA um, experimentation to do with like psychedelics and like right all the LSD thing. and stuff yeah yeah I think it was like MK Ultra yeah like that. yeah, yeah. and uh, it kind of reminds me of that it's like whoa you kind of playing with those kind of games but you know the scary thought like you know obviously this is, oh, these are all fictional characters but the scary thought is that like they took a uh, an actual human uh, person they took a, a person and completely wiped that person's like identity clean out like right fine like you, now we're gonna make you believe you're you know the greatest living soldier of the 20th century like here yep. we go yep yeah i'm basically just left his trauma i mean they kind of mm-hmm. like you said they wiped everything but left the uh, ptsd well in state but when you come back mm-hmm. up you know that's the only part of them that's left is what happened to pause yeah that can uh, that seems to be like I'm gonna call it like the constant where it's oh, somewhat yeah. it's, it's that thing that's breaking through those mental barriers to kind of right. show the whole picture like what you were before all this and, it, and it's kind of cool like the whole trippy you know like mind fuckery that like you know this, this man is not who you who he believed to be all along and he's just gonna ride it out to the end yeah accept it and write it out and that was just like what the fuck like i would be like so fucking pissed like oh yeah I, I would imagine anyone would just like rebel and just like you know what i'm gonna fucking take all you've given me and do my own shit now yeah but he obviously just held on to that mindset mm-hmm. and, you know way of life straight into metal gear it's not like he ever clearly venom didn't just fade away like many of us would probably like to think but yeah venom hung on and you know like but the whole if you play the if you play the metal gear game it's it's like you're playing with like the whole like well this there's big boss over here and there's big boss in the states yep and i think with and i'm sure like in this like universe that there's like you know military intelligence gathering information and possible photos so sure. you would have a picture of like someone that looks somewhat yeah. but comp- different with the whole like yeah shrapnel in the head like god oh, that can't be our big boss that's, that's not our guy our guy doesn't have a horn exactly like i think these guys are just stealing code names left and right kind of thing and i think that's also like kind of played with played into um with like going towards like 
you know, the, the uh, President George Sears, like, being like, oh, you know, manipulating the media and, you know, showing, you know, never knowing who the real big boss actually looked like, having all these different people look, all these, you know, I'm, they were talking about, like, they had, like, body doubles, and... Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, like, yeah, he had body doubles, like, planted all over, all over the, pl the planet. I mean, even the fact, in the end, yeah. you know, in 4, he had a, I had a dead body double. Yeah. <laughs> That, Man, was just, well, that was just well thought creepy. out. That was just like it kind of looked like beef jerky. Tell the truth, in that yeah, packet, he, did. Uh, he definitely I was, did. I looked at it and I was like, "It's it look, he looks so wet and jerk yep. ish." And at first, I was like, "Oh man, like, is this how the character fucking goes down?" No kidding. And <laughs> just I just laugh every time that Liquid Ocelot just fucking tosses that basically meat packet into the fire. It's like yeah burn this motherfucker doesn't care anymore the only guy that knew yeah i would say like i think he was ocelot is the man who's like in the middle of everything even yeah. if basically you know keeping information away from himself as well like doing god right. knows what to his own mind and yeah. fucking messing that shit up too yeah you think that he's probably shooting himself up with the same kind of stuff the opposite mm -hmm. of whatever he was shooting huey up with you know instead of trying to bring out memories mm -hmm. he was repressing them oh yeah because like in those tapes he was even saying he's like you know i gotta believe it too yeah like he can't just fake it he's like i'd no. be like i gotta be 100 all in and it's like yep. i'm gonna like basically erase whatever we had here and just go forward yeah, kind of it's thing. so weird, you know, during this discussion, you know, the, yeah. the fact that it's a realization that the last time that you play as any snake, any mm. uh, any true snake, is Ground Zeroes. Yeah, you that know, is the last time. That is the last time is... you're in the bloodline. And that seems to be like a lot of people's like favorite too, like, you know, going before into like the Phantom Pain. Cause sure. I can understand it. Like, yeah, that is, that is the last time you play Big Boss, Big Boss who's like bandana-less, who like completely decided like you know i'm over i'm over my hang up with the boss like a lot of right. like heavy on the mommy issues yeah like, everyone's got <laughs> issues like he's got the mommy issues he's got yeah um, a heavy one eli liquid he's got like the the daddy issues because he didn't get to kill daddy and i know you know what i think david has no issues he's just like he's point, just a point me in his direction and i'm gonna kill yeah he's just thing. a guy in a place <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah you, you know you yeah. remember the moment of phantom pain even and looking back mm -hmm. of course you know it makes sense but when eli says you're not you know our dna doesn't match yeah it's like what the hell and it's hard to pick up on in that exact moment you're like no mm -hmm. it it does it's it's you the just, same guy yeah we're, nope. we're like we're playing with someone else's yeah information here and like when you said that like you know what that reminded me of i don't know if you remember this movie um it was like in the mid 90s primary colors it was kind of like a retelling of like no. the bill clinton election campaign oh, with like john travolta oh god it, it's primary like it's colors. an old movie by today's standards like you know, oh my sure god. yeah it's like in that scene like just like in real life you know someone had to take that blood test to see who was the father and they, right. they picked the wrong person intentionally in a situation and even I said to myself, I was like, oh, no, duh, the DNA test is not going to match. Like, Yeah. yeah now but, you're like, of course. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we're just, we're just, we're, we're uh, placating, you know, the man who is pretending to be Big Boss, basically. Right. And just kind of like being told, like, you know, you and I, or we're Big Boss. 
like we are together big boss and yeah you know, are we really because i'm pretty sure like as i'm doing this you're also like on the other some other part of the world creating another nation oh yeah i'm pretty sure like that's your backup plan like yep. you know i'm gonna set up this guy over here yeah. who know who's starting to know a little bit too much now of yeah. what's going on big boss just lived in a world of contingency plans basically yeah i'm gonna say like when cause stabbed in the back in peace walker i think that's when he started the whole i make my own plans no one knows and i'm gonna fuck fuck over everybody right whenever i can however i can yeah because he got fucked over left and right and, and you know oh. sooner or later yeah he, you kind of draw a line well i think like for i mean he's been you know it's been like since three but like i think for peace walker i think it was like he can't he can't trust what's supposed to be like his right hand man kind of thing right like if and i can't yeah go ahead and that's just what's weird about kazuhiro being back yeah like, that doesn't make how does, he, how does that make sense like i would right. be afraid to like to go back into that man's fold like we we've seen what he does to people who betray him yeah he tries well, to murder them. he murders he tries to murder them oh yeah and you yeah. definitely see the cracks start to fall through cause you know mm. all throughout the phantom pain oh. and how Ven venom doesn't yeah. react in the same way that john would i i kind of wish they would like just i mean we call we keep calling him venom but he's like two names in that game it's venom or punished i would or just punished i wish they were just like call him punished but call Call Kazuhiro Miller, call him Venom. Yeah. Because he was just like, he has the fangs in that game. Because he was oh, just, yeah. if you didn't, if if you didn't do anything that was by his standards of like what he would believe Big yeah. Boss would do, he would undermine you. you know, right. during, especially during those like radio, radio conversations and tapes. You know, you you had a choice like, do I bring in Quiet or do I do I kill her right here and then? And he just flats out like you know if you don't kill her you bring it back yeah. to base i'll do it i'll kill her yeah i'll i'll and i was like whoa i was like i've oh, never yeah. i never i haven't heard that like i've never heard that character like that and, no there's parts of phantom pain where he goes yeah. full scorched earth i mean the man doesn't have much to lose anymore no i mean he pretty much got at, he pretty much got fucked up fine not only fucked over but like um disfig up. disfigured <laughs> like uh i don't yeah. even know what they did with his eyes his as soon as I'm trying to remember. I, I try to look into it, but it's it's like conflicting. I imagine some type of like if you're gonna do like torture techniques back then, maybe it was dropping actual acid batteries into his oh, eye, yeah. into his eyes to blind him, yeah. disfigure him, and then the am amputation of his arm and leg. Ugh. I just kind of felt bad when you do that f that first mission, rescuing him and just seeing him like handcuffed and it's like that's just like it's it's beyond like you're you're past being a shell of what you were right you're yeah. a husk now and it's just do you even want to live past that yeah point? and in many know. ways he, he really proved that he didn't i mean a lot mm -hmm. of what he does just proved that he was whatever was left is like you said you know it's a shell of a man it's a little husk yeah i mean you can do the whole backstory of like you know he went on after that to go work for foxhound again yeah. under big boss i'd like to be like a survivor master trainer to you know solid snake who he even said himself like you know i'm gonna use him to basically down boss and kill him yeah it's like yeah. i'm using your phantom and i'm using your kid kind of thing and yes they kind of wrote in like he got i'm trying to remember like he got married and but he didn't have a kid of his own the person he married yeah. had the kid and someone went to family life and I was just like, that doesn't sound like 
No, that doesn't sound like. That doesn't sound like. An, it sounds like a cover story. Right. To like, you know, basically like make you believe he's settled into the family life to kind of like see if you try to do something. Yeah, kind, it, kind of thing. Essentially, David became his surrogate. You know, in a way. Yeah. Taught him everything he knew, how to do it. Just. Mm-hmm. And like, and I, I, do they even, do they mention who kills Mr. Miller? That's what I was trying to remember. Yeah, because some people say it's liquid, but I can't imagine. Like, he's seen liquid. Because that's the major implication that it would be liquid. And I would think, like, you know, if someone's going to go to your house and you would, you know, die at home, that kind of leaves you, like, a little bit, you know, put your guard down. I I think maybe it was Ocelot that went over to go see him. Like, could Ocelot can kill somebody? Yeah, well, and not... you'd almost think that the last time he would have saw liquid, you know, it's been a while. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, he's Eli that liquid is a, bit, is a bit of a difference. Yeah, it wouldn't have been like see a guy with like long blonde hair and be like, hey, wait a minute, it's like, that I can't remember you. Yeah, you stole that, you stole that Metal Gear. We never right recovered. Um, yeah, took Sahelanthropus with that, you know, other BDSM kid. Just weird. It's like that's another weird thing. It's liquid being like a gang leader of boys right. like that was just i don't know i just felt like a little forced i think it I did. did i mean yeah it, it was very it was lord of the flies and you know for him essentially mm. but he took over he took over troubled kids that you mm-hmm. still wouldn't believe would follow Eli of all people i mean yeah eli was just bred angry <laughs> Because some of them were like afraid of him, like they didn't want to be near him. Because he, yeah. would, you know, he he would kill. He didn't do what he what he wanted done. Right, and as much as yeah. you know, they tried to protect him a little bit in the mm. end, but at oh, what yeah. end would that have been? Oh yeah, I was gonna say like they brought the children in not to be ch- child soldiers, but th- yeah, to educate them. <laughs> you know, we're gonna give these kids an education. Like, what are they gonna do? Like, you give them like HVAC? Like, are they gonna learn? Right. Like, no, you're gonna teach them how to clean AKs and wounds. <laughs> Yeah, because that's the first thing, like, what happens, he kind of, like, gives the kid a gun, or he takes it, and he's like, see, kids are natural, like, look at it. Right. And they're kind of, like, skiing, like, ew, like, I don't like that, like. No, it feels, we're getting it to feels that child Yeah. I mean, we see it, like, in the 2D games, but they're, like, you know, little pixel people, but when you see it in 3D, with, oh, yeah. like, you know, with the. Actual, uh, actual faces. <laughs> yeah, that look pretty, that look pretty good, to the, even by today, like, you know, like man like some of these facial like technology behind it, it's like it's pretty good for that game and i was like all right i'm seeing little boys with guns in their hands like yeah mm. i don't know about this yeah I mean, he, he always said it would be taboo but damned it was it taboo you can only imagine like if he was fully unleashed like a director's cut would that have been like i don't know the game would actually be finished yeah that's true i mean, I mean you know <laughs> We probably wouldn't have several missions of repeats, but mm. at that end, what's yeah. what's that story become? Because that's just does it then fully become Metal Gear Solid Four, where we're then tying in everything, mm. which then would have probably led to the moment that everybody wanted, where it does tie directly into, and as it does tie directly into, but then leads into the fight against David. Yeah, be the nice part. That'd but be the happy know, ending. That we yeah, well, it, it would be a happy ending, and then you kill your main character off, essentially coming yeah. into the game, because David's got to win, regardless. They do that time paradox shit. Three. Time paradox. Time paradox. 
And you probably hear like Colonel yelling, What happened? What did you do? You <laughs> killed the wrong snake. You got killed. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, and I'm you know what? And I even looked it up online and like I can understand like, you know, portable ops not being part of like the whole like lo- you know, lore and canon, but because it wasn't by Kojima and Right. People being uproar, but I think they probably took some like parts of it. They to... definitely tied you know. Yeah, and that's what I've noticed. Like, he'll take things from like other people's stuff that wasn't part of canon, of and then make it canon. Yeah. But then uh, it's like it's like double like double speak. Like it's canon, but it's not canon. Yeah, Kojima's <laughs> you know Kojima is his own Star Wars under Disney, mm-hmm. pretty much. I mean that that might as well have been his brand. And no, like this whole. I mean, there's obviously like feel like deep dive and like realize like oh there's like plot holes like here and there that's kind of like left out um it's like little things like if you remember like in Metal Gear Solid 2 like when they were talking about um this kid like it was pointed out that it was a boy yeah like we're gonna look, go look for that boy yeah. or, or, and then she's sunny yeah I was like wait a minute I was like that's like I when I replayed it I, I, I realized I was like whoa I was like I don't remember this I was like it's like it's a girl yeah. like and they even said like you know she's seen pictures so i'm assuming like you know if you see a baby you can't see much unless you put a bow or right something. yeah like you know you can't sometimes you know because all babies are usually like you know chubby and fat and just like pump little babies like yeah you can't tell with boy or girl but i was like i was like you know i'm thinking like is, is she so like disconnected out from like connection of her child you know the patriots are just like feeding her or whatever they need to get out of her it's that's are we led to believe that or was that a little oopsie kind of thing well i'm you know mm. i think we even talked about it the last time that we were yeah. together you know his biggest retcon being the end of metal gear solid one mm. and you know which way you go oh kills yeah, off yeah. a you know kills off a critical character and then two he chooses what ending is correct yeah correct with air quotes and then by four neither of them are correct so different two are we i mean if you look at two you see that he has the camo so, all right that means how's alive you pick that right. ending but towards the end of the game he'll point to his bandana and be like infinite ammo so i'm like okay so which are we to believe which that is he, it he picked both he picked he had a game two. Shark. yeah and I was just, that's not a real answer. Like, so. You... Oh, and s- sadly, yeah. I guess if you wanted, to, if you tried to deconstruct it, you just think the infinite ammo bullshit mm-hmm. is some weird arsenal gear thing. Really yeah. Might be the, exactly. I don't know, is the magic wand that you can wave over that. I I think for almost a lot of the games in the series, we're to believe that there's a lot of, like for two, it's a lot of the AI manipulating the information you yeah. see on the screen through Raiden's eyes. And then maybe for the Phantom Pain, going from Grand Heroes to Phantom Pain, the whole like, that weird little like flash of light that looks like a film kind of thing. Right. It's almost like J.J. Abrams flare yeah. light thing. <laughs> people, people, yeah, people even like, um, dissect and be like, is that like some kind of? Is that the part where um, Ven- Venom Punish Snake is being like basically psychotropic? Dead. Yeah. This, a, this, a, inform- a this battle information. 
right. what went down or what you know the report or they're reporting like i'm pretty sure someone and mother base has to have like some kind of transcript of all the radio information and oh, then yeah. dissecting whoever comes to to tell us what happened during this mission during the debrief like what yeah. did you do yeah we need to feed to this guy in the coma right now right who's just withering away and miraculously is like so muscled up oh the time we get to get yeah he went from being a field medic to just a ripped oh. man and it's so funny like you would see like they they would show um they put the two characters side to side and he is like a a tank compared to big boss he is not only taller yeah. but wider thicker and more muscular yeah yeah you'd think that they're probably pumping some extra juice in that uh stream to keep him asleep <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure like they're t i mean i think they even talk about like when he wakes up that they were doing something to his muscles while he was yeah. sleeping they did a lot to his muscles. yeah <laughs> i was like you know what is it the 80s so i'm thinking you know we're talking like probably mr universe we're giving him the good arnold juice oh, yeah. kind of thing. oh yeah it's like just keep on pumping i'm like hold on yep like i saw it's going like, i gotta go to california real quick gotta get some juice yeah we need to make the thing. fucking terminator here so massive and and man on fire is still a towering fucking giant oh, yeah he's a brute man and you know remembering from like three it's like yes he was a very big man like he was tall. big but yeah i didn't think he was that big no he did not look like a tower no and that's that's another fucking funny thing like, you got all these like fucking weird characters with the weird stories with their own things and him he was basically his body was like taken like another person body taken from the government to be experimented on and then yep. somehow like fucking we're, we're like x-files territory he just wakes up when, <laughs> when the snake is like from his coma it's like what the f are we to believe yeah, that he, or he gets... he's extra or he basically he's taken by xof and Comanta's child they basically yeah. like made the man on fire their uh their yeah. nemesis equivalent for the metal gear series yeah big towering it's... ugly guy just following you and chasing you when you don't want him to it's weird like i think well, the russian government has him right yeah but you also write down that skull face who's you know the leader of xof was going into operation snake eater and cleaning up everything behind so yeah wouldn't they want the body like someone so unique that like he can manipulate like was it like the lightning thunder yeah he's no, basically lightning. you know yeah, yeah he's like cool bar cool bar yeah, yeah. I was like, this dude can like shoot fucking thunderbolts from his hand or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. Wouldn't we want that cool body to experiment on ourselves? Yeah. Yeah. Don't you want your own version of Magneto and Storm together in one? Because like three is all about like kind of like X Men characters. Yeah. And pretty much. I, and I guess like you know before nano machines we had parasites. Yes. And that just sounds even that sounds even more distinct where it's like. You got like all these weird, what is it, nuclear parasites running all over up on people's yeah. bodies, yeah. giving them like superpowers um, for like, what was it, the pain? I would imagine like that is the most suckiest superpower. Like you're a disfigured man from bees. Yeah. It's like everybody else has got cool shit. Like the old man, you know, he's 
So, die. Yeah, he's like, he doesn't die. Like, the sun can energize him. Like, that's cool. Yeah. I don't need to eat food. Just give me sunlight. That's awesome. And then you've got the fear, who's essentially Metal Gear Solid's version of Toad. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, do you know what yeah. happens to a Toad when it's struck by lightning? The same thing that happens to everything else? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, David Hayter, for that line. And then, um, oh, that's another thing, because go with the boss and her space exploration what was it the fury he was what the soviet right and yeah. remember like how did he cross paths with the boss where they weren't part of the same program they were just on two different fucked up yeah, just just space buddies basically yeah and both getting fucked up on re-entry i think right yeah because that dude is burnt <laughs> Yeah, dude, uh, I'm trying to remember, like, you don't see him, right? You don't see it. You just see, like, a flaming face that, like, his body to try to hit you one yeah. last time. Yeah, I can't remember if the yeah. mask pops long enough for you to see what's underneath or if mm -hmm. the mask pops at the same time and he just comes flying out. Yeah, because that's almost, like, it's, I mean, it's a lot of weird things, but that's another weird, like, battle where he just, like, launches himself into the ceiling. Right. Where was that about yeah there's a lot of cleanup that you have to do on skull faces behalf when everybody's just busy blowing up when they die i'm thinking like do you recover these bodies like were their <laughs> other heads just right. blown off like what yeah. happened you don't really it doesn't go into detail but like you have this one character who's kind of like working behind the scenes to kind of make it fill it fit into the story thing yeah. which is was another another like odd thing like, yeah his, were... his him being a villain his villainery yeah. kind of like was fell flat as well it did it did yeah. it never fully landed in the yeah. way that it maybe should have i was gonna say like thank god like dude, maybe, i mean if you had more and more retconning with like you seeing photos of like a man in a hat in the yeah. crowd like I don't think we need any more of that kind of thing. No. Well, if the supposed, uh, you know, the supposed ever mm -hmm. real, ever fake Metal Gear Solid 3 remake comes out, are, are, are we going to see Skullface like we do the G-Man of Half-Life? Is he just going to uh, be walking around in random scenes? I mean, I... I the, uh, you could probably fit in a lot because with his wardrobe... Yeah. I mean, imagine like if you're like Naked Snake and you're pushing up your glasses in the science laboratory do you see a man walking in the background right. with his hat putting adjusting his hat kind of oh, thing god <laughs> i don't want him just to be like um kind of like the smoking man of the x-files like he's there you see him like a quick glance and then he yeah. goes away he's working yep. in the background all the time like but yep. we don't need like him like walking across or no some kind of like press r1 here and then you see him and uh, xof yeah. people in the press jungle like for the flashback like wait wait he's not done killing this guy we go in after he kills yeah we just stand and watch this person get murdered and we'll go in after yeah i mean i appreciate like all these like even like these small characters where like they have no real connection but yeah uh, kojima does give them like enough background to kind of flesh them out you know, I mean, it, it goes to the yeah. DARPA chief going mm -hmm. back to, you know, the DARPA chief Sagint. Like, who yeah. would have, who who needed that tie? But, you know, it's there. I, you sure. <laughs> I want to say, like, did you, that's just the oddest tie, too. It's like, you know, I would say to myself, like, I don't know if it's a culture thing or if it's like something with 
coons. You know, like I'm like, dude. You know, there's there is a lot of black people in this world. They don't have to be the same person. No. You know. No. I mean, if they do crime, if they do a Metal Gear Solid one and a half, Peter Black, you know, Peter Stillman's gonna be there. Or to coin, oh you know, God. the Metal Gear Rise, you know, the Metal Gear Mondays. Peter Still Blackman's gonna be there for some reason or another. I feel so bad. Like, that's another, like, uh, here we go. Another weird character. He pretended yes. to, have a, to be disfigured, right? He pretended. Yeah. For some reason in my mind, I thought, like, he lost the leg. Nope. He does it out of solidarity. So, so he, he just fucking walks around like an like an invalid, basically, for yeah. no reason whatsoever. Even for his own life. Like, hmm, I should fucking run here because there's all these fucking weird, like, fuck. I don't know. These Russian yeah. soldiers are sweeping around, like looking for survivors. Hey, and, you know and, that dude probably looked over his shoulder every time that he had to run to the bathroom or something and be like, nobody's looking. I can go now. <laughs> Gotta go fast. He's also like, where is he? He was in the kitchen, wasn't he? He was in the yeah. refrigerator. Yeah. And I was like, all right, eventually someone's gonna be hungry and start looking for food. Right. That was not a good hiding spot for the only kitchen on the space. Not a good hiding spot. Right in there. Like a train fat man. Yeah. God. Who's an artist, apparently. Yeah. This is the strangest character. The mm -hmm. Out of all of that group, Vamp compared to Fat Man is still not even on the same level of strange. With Vamp, you yeah. can explain him away with nano machines. You got nothing yeah. for Fat Man. Dude's just crazy. Dude's just crazy on roller skates. Yeah, and he just he just wanted, what was it, like, to... to live and grow fat yeah. tagline? yes yes okay do you dude if that's what you want to do but like hey. you know we're, we're in new york city right now i would say like let's get if you want to grow fat let's get out of this like this uh this plant fucking building and you know we're in we're in new york city let's yeah. go to fucking let's go to cat's deli and we'll get you to go fat with like a pastrami sandwich yeah stop being do. a terrorist for five minutes it didn't make sense because even the second one these guys they didn't talk to each other like okay and she was just they they talked to each other they communicated right for dead cell it seemed like no one talked to each other and this one fucking crazy loon in a bomb suit and rollerblades is just like running around where the on yeah. the where the helicarrier is and it's just like i'm planting bombs all over this fucking place and i might yeah. possibly sink us <laughs> Like, yeah, the only two out of that Dead Cell group that you really assume talk to each other would have been, you know, Vamp and Fortune. And then, you know, Vamp's yeah. getting a lot of his information from Liquid, but... It's like Vamp being all, like, you know, being all vampy sexy all around, no matter what entry he's in, like, yeah. second or four. He's just like, I gotta be ultra sexy in every scene yeah. I'm in. I've never seen somebody look cuter while taking a bullet to the head. I mean... Uh, like, I've never seen such, like... A hypersexual vampire since like the uh, interview with a vampire yeah days. Since the stat, like, yeah damn i was like whoa and oh, the yeah. whole the whole like tagline like they call him vamp not because he's a vampire but because he's bisexual right he had a thing for like, daddy what the fuck daddy dolph <laughs> that's and i was gonna say like did even did fortune even know that like about her dad yeah, uh, you'd almost have to think. You think but, that would that would have uh, been like you know during Thanksgiving dinner, like you know here's my boyfriend. His name is Vamp. Yeah, he doesn't eat by the way. No food. So 
No, he's just here for good looks. And, and you know, he walks in and says, my queen, and she does anything. I mean, yeah, so I can't say I'd be any different. It's kind of like that whole, like, uh, like, Dracula, like, I put you into my, it's called, like, you know, yeah, he's got I'm mesmerizing you, like, yeah. to control you, like, kind of like that vamp power, vampire power. It seems like he just goes even, like, more hypersexual in, like, in four. Oh, definitely in four. I mean, the lick, the kiss, mm. all, yeah, it just... The, the, and the, for yeah. that to be how they marketed a large part of that game was that fight. Like, wow, you really don't know what you're getting into here. I was I was ready. Like, are they gonna like strip and fuck in the middle of this battlefield? Yeah, because you almost way, expect it. The way they're going at it, and I was like, man, take out these these blades and like replace penises. They're just like yep. and it's just like the white robot blood splashing everywhere. Oh, I know. Yeah, and I was like, God. Um, very oddly erotic that fight it's yes yeah i was like they're gonna they're gonna fuck right here guys yeah watch yeah. see. and you know if raiden <laughs> probably weren't still bitty, like bitter about emma they probably would have <laughs> yo he he fucking 180 to four yeah like i don't i mean i kind of wish we would have seen that whole that pen game where we were gonna play as raiden and go save sunny Kind of, that was that was kind of like in the plans. Yeah, actually, you know, Metal that, Gear Rising. Yeah, that that would have like made somewhat sort of sense yes. to what he needed to do because, all right, you went from two where you're very slender. You know, you have slender frame, and I'm pretty sure the suit also is helping with that fact. Probably. And then we go from like that to four, and it's just like you're just he's jacked. You're not even human. You're fuck. Yeah, you're jacked, and you're also like a cyborg. Yeah, basically half robot at that point in one way or another. Yeah. He kind of took all of the learnings from AI that there were in Metal Gear Solid 2 and said, fuck all that, just juice me up. And I he did all this because he, he must have known he like got Rose pregnant. Yeah. Or that... she was getting too close and he's like, nah, family life ain't for me. I need yeah. to go be a robot. Yeah. You fight stuff. I don't have time for a kid right now. And that's just the goofiest looking little child you'd ever see in a in a video oh game. God, it's all crazy. Like especially with the whole uh, riding. Like he's powered down from that fight, but he's still talking, but with like robot yeah. box voice. He's got the yeah. And I was like, oh my! You look like a mannequin, like one of those like um, not mannequin, but those marionettes. Yeah. With like the mouth is open, but the voice is coming out right. without the lips moving. I was like, "Oh god, so fucking weird." I'm thinking like, said they had to like have been under the under the influence of some kind of drug to make all this shit up because I yeah. can't Stone Cold sober. I can't come up with any of the shit in the no. top of my mind, and I no. can only imagine like a little bit of the weed here or maybe a little lsd trip there something you know, or... you, you've got to wonder if that's maybe why kojima visits america so much because obviously drug laws in japan yeah. are out the wazoo but that dude comes to america a lot <laughs> and i see him like he is super skinny it ain't for those fucking cheeseburgers he posts on no. social media hell like, no i want to first of all you're posting cheeseburgers online i want to see you take a bite into it like i want to tiktok yeah. a nope. tiktok video because you can go 
<laughs> sink his teeth into it. Oh no, he's that ever famous, you know, mid two thousands, mid two thousand ten Instagram person. Blue and doing it too. Like I don't see too many of like those kind of like photos. It makes me very nostalgic for that time. Like yeah. I remember when people were taking photos of their food nonstop, and I'll just look around and be like, "Don't you want to eat it first? Right. About the only developer that I see, like the only <laughs> Japanese developer that I yeah. see doing it, is a Swery, Swery fifty one, Swery sixty one. Mm-hmm. Dude's out there just posting beers all the time. I mean, that guy's living well, his best life. <laughs> I would say that that I that I actually like back and see beers. Like, yes, and then I'll be like, I need to like see what you're drinking. Like, yeah, like, oh, let's let me check that out. Like, what does that taste like? Kind of thing. And I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I just. It's a weird series, man. It's a fucking weird series. Yeah. yeah. You can never you can never draw a red line to anything because you know the second you do, you are Xing that red line right out. Yeah. And basically drawing a separate line in a completely different direction. I mean I the can, guy guy yeah. had to just put ideas into a hat and pick them out. I kinda wish like they would release you know the release a game, you know the release anything, just release like a little clip video of all these timelines and then show me all the redacted information you took out. Yeah. So I can see like entire mapping of like, okay, you chose to take this out because of yep. this reason. Like, yep. cause you know what? I'm at a point where I'm re-remembering things from the past playing these games. Then I am like playing them in the present. Yeah. And then I'm thinking of like, hold on, wait a minute. Timelines are changing. But it's like, what yep. the hell is going on here? Like kind of playing like with your mind. Yeah. Make you think. Like, uh, yeah. The, the Zelda series has a, you know, extensive timeline spread across 20 games where mm-hmm. they just kind of say, well, and that's an even stranger one because somewhere after a game, it splits into three timelines. And Nintendo just kind of mm. cherry picks where they want to put a yeah. game. And now with the newest one, like Tears of the Kingdom, it's like it, it tries to take place at two parts of a timeline. <laughs> Oh, but they're trying to man. fill in, you know, they're trying to fill in centuries. While as you can tell for mm-hmm. Metal Gear, they they're dealing in decades. They're you know dealing in decades and five years at a time, and it's just there's the continuity is mm-hmm. fast and loose depending on which way you look at it. Oh, that's another thing. Like the whole like Colonel Campbell like marrying Ugh. Rose, and, I, I, and like was it was it truly a sham marriage? Did she? Did she have to? Or did she have the service? Him? Yeah, because that was the whole. the Campbell? Because hopefully not. That was the whole thing with like with Meryl, be like you dirty old man, you marry that young woman that's yeah, possibly the same age as me or younger. I don't know. Right. And you know, I thought that was like ooh, yes. Yeah. But when you see the kid, I go like, that's not his fucking that's kid. Not, no, that's not that kid. It's like what kid has like that weird hair color. Yeah, very distinct white. Yeah. Uh, that's even like, and that fucking family reunion was like so fucking weird. Yeah. It oh, didn't feel yeah. like, like it was forced on, like, go on, hug your father. Yeah. He looks like a weird robot man. Right. Go hug him. Yeah. Oh, hug no, wait. Mega Man. <laughs> wait, no, wait. By then, yeah, he was like repaired, but you see like these weird, like, lines. Yeah. Yeah, he's got the Which, jaw thing going on. I wouldn't, I don't, I wouldn't see that again until like Cyberpunk, the new, the Cyberpunk game, right? Like where you see like everyone has like this fucking weird robot cybernetic yep. lines. Yep. And I'm, I'm like, oh my god, like I'm thinking to myself like, if they act like penis, is he a robot, not. robot that's, penis? That's Robo Dick. And I'm thinking like, can he extend it bigger, wider? <laughs> like, what does he do with that? 
No shopping on AdamandEve.com <laughs> right there. I want this man. Like you know his you know his history. You know the shit he had to do to get to this point. Yeah. That like, man's this... waking up at four o'clock every morning screaming. Yeah, exactly. Every morning. And you have a little boy here who I'm pretty sure would scare the shit out of him every yes. fucking night. Yeah. And I'm thinking of like, yeah, someone's got to call CPS on his family yeah. immediately. Yeah. Because that boy needs to be like, go live with Uncle Roy until he yeah. dies. Yeah. Yeah. Ryden is not going to be the kind of dad where he's going to go kiss his son on the forehead every night and say goodnight. I mean, Which he, he, he no longer has that ability. Which he doesn't because then he goes on another mission. Yeah. Revengeance. It's, it seems like. You know, I'm going to get back with my family. But then it's like, oh, I got a mission. The first time, oh, I got I got, yep. I got, got David and Hal calling me. I got to save a baby. Yeah, I got to go help the boys. Like, go by. I like, bye, Rose. I'm saving yeah. a baby. Raiden is the uh, anti-Dom Toretto. <laughs> it's not about family, even though he says it. It's, like, <laughs> it's about family as he's, like, boarding a helicopter. And yeah. It's like, bye, family. Bye, family. We got sword rights to go do. I mean, I'm pretty sure if there was more Fast and Furious titles and Kojima saw them, we may have possibly seen Raiden going on the rooftops, somewhat sliding on them like a car, or maybe possibly taking a bunch of those geckos and riding them like a car and drifting. Hell, Raiden probably would have become a car. Oh, God. I mean, (laughs) I cannot imagine a world that has Metal Gear Solid 10 in it. Yeah, because, you know, you have those fucking weird gecko things with them weird legs. I can imagine, like, if Raiden becomes a Transformer, he'll probably have those gecko He'll have those gecko legs. legs. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, oh, yeah. And Megazord of Raiden. And why do those, why do these, why do these, like, walking, they move like cows? Why do they shit? And where they, what are they shitting? Are they shitting oil? I would guess. Like, that's the only thing that makes sense. I, Nothing <laughs> about the geckos made sense by the end of the day. No, and this whole like futuristic world has even been like, I feel like it's either in parallel or worse, the real world involving like go friendly. No, no, not really at all. <laughs> There's no way that you can run these bio machines without some yeah. sort of biochemical running them. I mean, it's probably they didn't show what the greater part of America looked like and really only Alaska. Because at that point, you'd imagine yeah. America's just a fucking war-torn shell of itself. Mad Max almost. Well, they never even show, they never even tell us what happens to Manhattan after like, you know, here we go. I mean, maybe that was Fast and Furious inspired. We're going to fucking rail ourselves into the yeah. into Manhattan, which I don't know. God. I've been, I've 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 gone to that location, not because of Miller Sod, but because, you know, you would go to those places as as someone who wants to see the city right that big ass arsenal thing from the water get all the way there yeah like that is a long once once a boat like goes around it stops it's done yeah it starts the process of stopping because there's no water to gun right it's not just lift itself and you know move and just knowing yeah. that that man's original intention was the World Trade Center as well. Oh, like, tell me, like, what was he planning on that? Because I don't, that, I don't know that one. The Arsenal Park yeah. would have hit the Twin Towers instead. You know, okay. pre nine yeah. eleven world, 
that was the intention. That was the outcome. Okay. You know, that whole thing changing it then. I can see that. Why? Because I didn't yeah. even know about that. Like, yeah. I just remember like they were talking about something with the Twin Towers and the, I don't remember the whole entire story. But yeah, you know, they never even talk about like Manhattan. Like you pretty much like put Metal Gear that houses other Metal Gears with an <laughs> AI yeah. into the middle of Manhattan. And first of all, if I'm like, if you're the mayor of Manhattan, you're like, how the fuck do we get this thing off? Like, we're gonna we're gonna have to like lift it. Yeah, it's gotta be lifted some in some way, or taken oh, apart. I apologize. I spoke. Oh, here we go. go we're gonna go ahead and fact check me right here. It was gonna hit the Statue of Liberty. Made sense. That's yeah. at least in the fucking water. Yeah, that would have taken it out. There I can see go. that. Okay, I conflated it with an idea because. Around the same mm. time, you know, Grand Theft Auto 3 was being made. Yep. The Twin Towers fell. There was a, there was going to be a storyline in Grand Theft Auto 3 where you go and blow up a building. Okay. So then they, you know. You know, it was a lot of like, we're going to edit ourselves, or not edit, yes. but censor ourselves. Yes. I remember, remember the Spider-Man trailer? Some baddies. Yep. The, right, what, right the helicopter, in the yep. Right in the middle. and I remember that other. Oh man. And then you know, I would say like, yeah, a lot of people censor themselves afterwards. Like yes. I can see like why you would do it. Maybe it was like gonna be too close to time. Yeah. People are sensitive. Yeah. You know, I'm the kind of person that would be like, you know, throw something up to that says in memory of Right. People that we've lost. Yeah, you know, like they tragedy. do these days where now almost any video game starts with oh, the, the actions and you know <laughs> therein of this does not exactly. reflect the beliefs of the development staff, yada yada yada. Uh strange aside, have you ever seen the movie called Remember Me? I don't know why you would. It had Robert Pattinson in it, and then there's like a, a girl from uh mm-hmm. Lost in it and Pierce Brosnan's in it. I've and... heard of it, I haven't seen it. Okay, well, sports from a movie that mm. came out in like 2010. Uh, the end of this film in the Twin Towers on the day of 9-11, at that time, Robert Pattinson tries to go talk to his dad, who works in the Twin Towers mm-hmm. during, you know, at the time of the collision. Strange pull, strange reference, but, you know, at that mm. time, you're like, what it would have been eight years on and uh, eight mm-hmm. to ten years on depending on where this came out i can't recall it was over 10 years ago from now yeah but you know strange time that you can actually get away with it then and just the strangest kind of mm. it wasn't a romantic comedy it was it was a romantic yeah. film but yeah just the oddest of things in the oddest of places i would say like you know i was gonna say about that point there was a point where the producers were coming up with like movies that were like centraled either before during or what happened after yeah and it was just like the whole streak and like you have all these movies and i don't know i'm like so we're gonna use a real life thing yep to try to get maybe some kind of oscar yep zero dark 30 thing yeah and zero dark know. 30 came out and then like act of valor was the the real military call of duty version of that movie oh, basically yeah. like all around the same you know yeah it's all war on terror but then 
you know, Kojima finds a way to spin it and then place his part of Metal Gear Solid 4 directly in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. So that was like kind of like a direct answer. Yeah. Because, you know, he even he says it constantly, like, you know, he's a he he watches movies. So I'm pretty sure he saw the pattern going on. Right. And he's like, all right, I'm gonna throw my thing in there and show what is representation yeah. of this area. And it's like, here we go again. There's another another war torn area like it's yep. not it does not i don't think it's, i don't actually says like where it's just like a like a does it, tell you? it does just say in the middle east yeah like it doesn't say like it doesn't give you a uh an actual of the city they're in it right. just says like in the game yeah. like when you pause it it just says like middle east middle east yeah, yeah. nondescript middle east basically exactly. where it's at Nothing like a good quick Wikipedia mid podcast. Uh, yeah, Middle Eastern zone. That's it. That's it's a zone. Got. Yeah, yeah. And surprisingly, hear English. Yeah, of from the oh non PMC people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we watched a movie called Sisu the other night. Oh yeah. Anybody who likes violent movies should watch this. Like, mm-hmm. take take Inglorious Bastards and John Wick and kind of put them together. But mm-hmm. you know. A World War II based movie mm-hmm. with main character being a Finnish expatriate going against Nazis. What language do they speak? Everybody's speaking English. <laughs> Let's make it oh. easier to keep up with when you're, you know, incredibly exhausted at 930. Yeah. At night. But it doesn't, you know, it doesn't fit. Everybody's speaking perfect English. It's... And only maybe 50% of them actually used an accent. It's so weird. It's like like one of my small like little pet peeves. It's like, yeah, I remember like these movies where these people are like, well, you know, you see like movies that are, like based in World War Two, right? And then the people who are like these are SS. A lot of the times they're English actors, and I'm hearing like yeah. English accents. I'm yeah. Like, no one's attempting German accent. I'm like, this no. is super weird. Yeah, ba- yeah, Inglorious Bastards really <laughs> does come to mind there. Yeah. And then uh, it it reminds me like of fucking like of Star Wars, like the original where we're in space, and so that we're we see the we see the uh, in, you know the Empire and like Imperial like fucking higher ups, yeah. And they're also like English, just English people. Yeah. I'm like, so you know, did like did, did Great Britain have a, a new space program and venture oh, yeah. that forward, yeah, and col- and further colonized a galaxy yes. far far away. America found oil on all these planets. Oh man, I, I kind of wish, like you know, we have subtitles. Right. Who's gonna Who's gonna care about in-game dialogue? Yeah. Same thing. You can actually get people to to, to speak a different language. Yeah. You know, parasite. I mean, of course, parasite comes to mind. You know, when he accepted and, his Oscar, it's you know, it's time lo- to realize that the two and a half you know inch mm-hmm. text can actually mm-hmm. lead to a good story. I don't recall and, exactly what he said, but and that was like that was the one that was the one Oscars I I actually wanted to watch because I I I I didn't know the director very much and when I found out about his movies I went like into diving into his back catalog yeah and I said to myself I hope he wins right because I am tired of like you know oh well you can't have a subtitled movie because you know Americans are very lazy who's gonna want to read you right. want if you want to read go get a book oh by go the way book. yeah oh wait by the way you can't get a book at a store most of the bookstores are closed so go get an yep. ebook <laughs> on your phone yeah 
So I mean, sorry to go on a tangent there, but like that was like, hey. that's one of my pet peeves. Like for crying out loud, like there's a lot of German people in this world. Yeah, of Nazis, have them speak German. Yes, have them speak the language. It only makes sense. <laughs> they do that, or they do that Brian Singer thing where he did Valkyrie, where it's like we're going to speak German for the first ten seconds, and yeah. oh by the way, we're having English now. And here's yeah. Tom, here's Tom Cruise with no accent whatsoever. Yep. There was none of that in Sisu. I mean, it's just, it's straight English. There's not even, I don't even think anybody yeah. speaks with an accent at any point, not accent. Like nobody mm -hmm. speaks a different language at any point in that movie. And I'm pretty sure like for around World War II, people had different dialect. Like they're not going to yeah. talk like how we're conversating. Like some people are fast talkers and speak. I, like do we remember like a time where people probably like were probably like either they enunciate words yes. correctly. There yes. were slower speech patterns, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had to, I didn't have to. I wrote a paper for my nephew here recently to yeah. just help him get through, you know, his senior year as one does. Um, and it was about, you know, how English as a spoken language has changed. And a lot of that mm -hmm. was really focused on the golden era of cinema. You know, okay. Humphrey yeah. Bogart does not sound like you or me. <laughs> I mean, nobody in those old <laughs> you know the golden age talks like we do today no whether you know like you said whether it's fast whether it's whether it's slang whether it's you know cutting off ourselves mid-thought <laughs> i mean it was all fully enunciated exactly i don't know what happened the internet friend the internet uh, happened there we go <laughs> it, the it, internet and happy days it possibly devolved de oh yeah our speech in our minds yeah and same thing with accents like we had we in america had like different you chop up like the united states different different territories there's different accents all over right but you know with everybody becoming transplants and moving left and right it's slowly yep. disappearing in a way yeah. it's there yeah. but not yeah. as much as you would remember no my wife is from uh you know the greater boston area in massachusetts and for the longest time you know we've been together 10 years now and about 10 years ago if we would get into an argument of sorts yeah in one way or another that accent would come out and now that's yeah. fully dissipated you know having like you said having fully transplanted into the midwest yeah right <laughs> let's talk about uh, no gear <laughs> well what's another thing like about language as well for that series too yeah yeah the, fuck, the language fucking parasite itself lingua franca oh my god which i never fucking heard something like that before what's no face. yeah and that <laughs> you know in that paper that's what you find out that it is called i mean english english is what i just said english is the lingua franca i mean it's the most commonly spoken language on the planet yeah although you know america in itself isn't that big country mm -hmm. but if you want to chase enterprise or anything in this world you you need to learn english you know mm -hmm. america has per capita probably the least amount of people in the world that actually speak two languages two languages if not more mm. yeah and of that you can tell comes from families coming from other countries to yeah. us mm -hmm. you know so you have a child in school who speaks English at school by day and then goes home and speaks a different language with their family entirely at night. But 
yeah, if you wanted to infect the world <laughs> per skull face, yep. English would be the way to go. Now, do you actually translate a, a parasite to a spoken language? Probably fucking not. But and okay, so for for that, are we to uh, for the virus? What was it? It was a virus. No, parasite. It was a parasite. Yeah, parasite to like understand the language they were putting like. Weren't they like slitting the throats of people and like putting what was it in their throats? It, I mean, it was, was like it, a little. It looked like a wire, but like yeah. What, he pulled out one of them. One of wasn't one of them like a. You'd almost like like a worm. An earbud. Yeah. Something. I was like, oh, yeah, so just, fucking weird. Another that's weird not thing. necessarily how you go about it. I mean, they. I mean, you had the tapes. They they somewhat explained. They said they researched, and I don't know how you would get a parasite to understand a language. No. You know, you can't just sit there and teach a parasite the ABCs. <laughs> and it's like, I'm going to eliminate the English language. Yeah. Fuck English. Which I guess, you know, for quiet on giving her a purpose to be quiet works yeah. in a way, but, but not really. But she, I'm pretty sure, but she spoke a different language. Yeah. Well, and then was with, the end. Yeah. yeah. We find out later on that she was communicating with, um, Code talker. Damn, I was good man. <laughs> but yeah, Colt, Colt, Code talker. He figured it out. Yeah. Because he probably like was like, all right, she's not talking whatsoever. That is weird. Right. Like this one chick on a fucking at mother base, which I mean, there was there is other women there, but when you go in there, you don't really see a lot of women. No. Mostly a sausage fest. Yeah. And she's you know pretty much naked and she doesn't speak. Yeah. At all. Like, you know, you just give her a you know a piece of paper. Right. Yeah. Pretty sure she knows the right. Yeah. I don't know if Etch a Sketch has had to be around in the eighties. Surely you could have just handed her one of those. I would say Etch a Sketch is an old toy. Yeah. I think they could just they were like, all right, here's an Etch Sketch. Yeah. Just dial what you're gonna say and right. shake it. Here we it go, repeat. She was a world class sniper. I'm sure she could have written some hella shit on uh Etch a Sketch. I mean if she was fully with the plan, you'd think she would have like I gotta tell somebody here. Yeah. It's kind of a big burden. Right. I'm a, I'm a walking weapon of mass destruction at yeah. this point. Yeah, I'm a ticking time bomb in my own way. And then if we're to believe like everything else, like, you know, if you go to the modern games with the Solid Snake trilogy, you, viruses mutate. Why can't a parasite mutate? What if it starts like, all right, she's not speaking. Yeah, I'm find another way to get out and infect more people. Yeah, you would think that it would evolve. You would you would almost think by quiet not speaking it would evolve into a world of silence. A silent era movie. Yeah. <laughs> a silent Metal Gear Solid almost sounds right because nobody could say any fucking weird shit. Yeah, I was gonna say it, you know it could potentially be the first video game to win an Oscar because with the yeah. artist with the artist <laughs> I was like we could be looking at it and, you know. A potential Oscar winner here, if you're going to go that route. Yeah, an artsy film of Metal Gear. Oh man, the silent. That's all that. That's all that Kojima believed that he made was, you know, art films. Impossible art films, basically. Very expensive films. I can't yeah. imagine. God, I can imagine. With the I, I said it earlier with with the famous <clears throat> remake. Yeah. I can't. That's gotta be I cheap, but 
Yeah, right? Yeah. There's Imagine Konami's going to be like, no, we don't give you money like yeah. we give that guy who left. Right. Make it happen. At a quarter. Yeah. So we gave him like what? What was the highest one? Uh, in the hundreds? Oh, God. Yeah. They'd have to be at that point. I'd be like, all right, we're going to give you 20 million. Can you make yeah. it happen? Yeah. Do it. I mean, you would have to imagine that Phantom Pain cost a couple hundred million to make. Yeah. And I'm you pretty know. sure that's why all the licensing things were happening. Like, I've seen so right. much. I've never seen so much uh, merchandise of licensing. Yeah. They're like, whoa, beyond reasonably priced. Like the yeah. the the replication of the watch yes. that he wore. Like that was a crazy insurmountable price as well. Like what was it? Like five grand for a watch? Yeah. Sony Walkman. Holy shit. <laughs> eBay. You might be able to get that one, yeah. <laughs> oh no, they did come out with the whole what it was like a Sony Walkman MP3 player, but had the cover right case to make it look like it was the back in the day. Yeah. That even he like promoted god i think you can do it like no. you have like all these other games i'm pretty sure like you know silent hill they're getting their 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 day in the sun right and, and I mean, that's yeah that's I not mean, gonna that's... be like yeah it's not gonna be like metal gear like crazy expensive but no. it gotta be still a little pricey well and the fact that they've got what was it four was it four silent hill games that they announced at once along with the remake of two i mean they they kind of came out with it with like like a shotgun blast like we're gonna spray everywhere yeah. like we're gonna make sure yeah. like you see and that's, that's you know konami's talk about weird konami yes. is another weird company where it was supposed to be a showcase but oh Maybe it was translate lesson translation, not right. live. Yeah, yeah. Go hit play. Yeah. When you get a chance, we're gonna release a video. Yeah, while well, everybody was watching it an hour early before it actually was supposed to come out. Yeah, I remember jumping on that bandwagon. I, re I remember going like, "All right, I'm ready for this live show," and clicking it and realizing like nothing's playing. Yeah. And then I see the symbol play. I'm like, "I'm a moron." I <laughs> mean, click play. Like what? What the yeah. hell? Yeah. But yeah. I because that showcase had what four, four or five games I don't recall, and, and then a movie announcement, like yeah, the movie announcement. And, and I can't, I just yeah. Do they give? Do they do that for Metal Gear? Is there a world? Does Konami specifically believe mm. that there is a world where Metal Gear still exists and can thrive as a future series, mm. not just a not just a series of the past? Because the three make is mm. what everybody's toting or a remake of one. Yeah. Would they ever, ever try and continue it? The mm. next week. Cause everybody's, yeah. Everybody's everybody, saying the rumor is the PlayStation showcase that's on the 24th, but I don't know if I can see it, man. I still just can't. I, I no. think Konami yeah. actually had Konami understands that silent Hill Mm -hmm. is a konami property of course its creators are as eclectic as kojima was but nobody mm -hmm. sees <sighs> oh, i want to try and phrase this kojima has the clout that carries metal gear yes it's not the konami name that carried metal gear yeah because you're absolutely right because people like on social media go like well you know kojima should just buy the property i'm like first of all he wants nothing to do with it. second of no. all if you're gonna be the man 
who left the knee to come. I want to buy this property that I yeah. made popular I worldwide. They'd be like, yeah, cut a check for like, God knows. Oh yeah. An overestimated evalu valuation of what it should be. Maybe it's like a uh, $200 million. Yeah. Cut check. You're going to give us 600, maybe 700. Yeah. Yeah. Something that like he can't afford. Right. Well, remember that they, I think it was just dropped within the last couple of days. Like the entire sales of the series alone is like fifth, not even 60 million units. Yeah, which is just an insane thought, you know, spread across yeah. five main titles. Mm -hmm. Everybody loves them. And mm -hmm. the series doesn't cross 60 million. Yeah, I think it's like, I think it was like 50s, like maybe yeah. it was like 59.8, 53. Yeah. Point. It was, it wasn't even like 60. And even I said to myself, like, and they even come out with back in the day when you had two and three, they had re releases. Right. Yeah. And yeah, you had substance, subsistence, and then you had the yeah. 3D, you know, the 3DS version. Like, how does this sell so small and then have such cultural significance? A series, yeah. a series like that. I mean, Red Dead Two, I think, did fifty million, and obviously, mm. Grand Theft Auto Five has done several hundred million. How <laughs> yeah. does you know? How does the series not touch that? At one point, the Ground Zeroes and Phantom Pain together as like a yeah. kind of like a complete package thing. They were doing that. You got the Legacy Collection. A lot of them were like on sale. To kind of like yeah. bolster sales yeah and maybe that's maybe we just maybe that's the actual answer right they shouldn't sell that much well and for the last rest. for the greater half like the greater half of the last year or two mm -hmm. they've been yeah. off digital stores. did they ever come back no they didn't and they and stay on the anniversary of the first game like the og metal gear for the yeah. msx they did some kind of tweet where at the tail end of it saying they're working to get the, get the they, they didn't say they didn't say what games they took off games that right. were delisted back on the digital storefronts yeah. with no timeline no timetable yeah nothing and i i four being stuck yeah. and four being pretty much stuck to their exclusive platforms probably hurt a lot because the only that you can play one through five is a PlayStation three. And that's the only one. Sad, you, you know, people, kids these days will never yeah. experience this full saga. They'll way too outside of emulation. And yeah. I, you know, there's if gonna, no there's yeah. no way to it unless you're going to stumble upon a garage sale or a pawn shop that has a ps3 mm -hmm. and a legacy collection sitting right there and if i recall correctly the legacy collection is also tied to download codes so unless you find that pristine version mm -hmm. yeah because the what was it the the first one in versions or digital downloads yep yeah i mean you can still find the legacy collection, but it's gone up in price. Yeah, I, I think when I bought it, like maybe two and a half years ago, it was it was pretty uh, price of a new game. Yeah, I 60, think I, right. 
them. I think I got mine for like 40 bucks. And that was, yeah. I took a risk because it was like, this could not be that game. Hang mm-hmm. on, I've got a cat that wants out one second. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, you know, PS3s, can you find a good, reliable. And can you can you go find a seller and be like, are you reputable enough to give me a PS3 this night when I get it? As soon as right. I plug it in, it's just gonna like either not work, not turn on, or just implode from me yeah. answering a disc. Yeah. And last I think I saw mm. more PlayStation 3s and 360s on at garage sales, but you know, mm. it'd be It'd almost be one guy who has two of each mm-hmm. and is selling them for like seventy dollars each. You know. <laughs> I don't know. That's where it sucks. Yeah. Like I'm not asking for like you know, like all these other like like you said, mirrors circulating, like remakes. I'm like, I just want a port. Like you can just port yeah. these games yeah. to modern consoles. Or nobody likes them, but just port the twin snakes, which I understand <laughs> is also in licensing hell, Shit. but oh Nick, it's at a this is gonna be at a point where all the physia is not gonna work. Yeah. Like that disc are gonna start deteriorating. Right. And then you're what the hellscape where digital consoles are being sold and sell mm-hmm. digital consoles are being sold and mm-hmm. digital games, which I've bought more lately than I have in the past, but even seeing how those rapidly get delisted, it's, uh, you don't know what chance you're taking. Yeah. I will, I mm-hmm. will probably, and it's a, it's a strange comparison that I draw for myself, but I would never buy a digital movie. Mm. Not digital games, mm. popular games, you know, like Sony games. Yeah. Uh, God of War Ragnarok, you know, mm. but I don't, I'm not going to buy a movie digitally. That's never proven to be a good space to live in. No, because, because, uh, oh my God, there's like so many streaming services and then there's like yeah. new ones popping up. Every all, day. Every, yeah. Like M- MGM. I, I didn't know they had a streaming service to begin with. Yeah. They do now. Of course. And so you want those title movies from that studio. You gotta get their app or like whatever their services cost or go get a physical copy of it, which yeah. one of the things are it's a lot of stores own movies. Maybe no. the ones you're not or the ones you're looking for, they they might not have it. Right. So you end up or now you gotta go online by uh go through Amazon. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. And you gotta support like, anybody through that. that. Yeah. <laughs> more than slippery slope it seems like it's a it's a waterfall yeah it's a digital hellscape is what we live in basically yeah because i i was i was the kind of person that would be like physical first digital last resort yep yep and a lot of these systems obviously a lot of these companies they they sort of that sort of they always commercialize their new system saying like you know it's a little cheaper if you get the digital right only versus yeah. the one that has the disk drive that you can still use. You use both, but you would rely more on physical. Yep. They would they would kind of like point that to the front of their stores, saying like, yeah. buy this. It's a little bit more cheaper. You yep. save yourself a couple hundred bucks here. Yep. We're doing it for you, the customer, because we we 
we're a family. We care yeah, about we you. Care. Yeah. We care. Yeah. Well, that kind of tagline. Yeah. But then, you know, when you fully take into consideration that a PlayStation mm -hmm. 5, you know, the disc version is a terabyte. So great. But then mm -hmm. the, the digital one is, although $100 cheaper, it's also half the storage space. And then, you know, you're already cutting out a portion yeah. of that just for the system hard drive itself and all of the software there and to run. But I, I'll be curious here in four or five years from now, whenever they try to mm -hmm. launch the next generation, will they be digital only? I'm everyone's pushing for cloud gaming. Yeah. And let me tell you, as a yeah. guy in the Midwest, my internet is not that mm -mm. good. <laughs> it does not fit that regiment whatsoever. That, I, was, I mean, that was definitely my main point because we're somewhere where the internet is not like regulated. You're at, you're beholden to all these companies. Yeah. Yeah. And whatever services that they could provide for you in your area. So, right. yeah, somebody like you is not going to get somebody like possibly a better service to someone like in a city. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sitting you know? with the same internet rates that you would see in New York City or LA you know exactly that that would hurt more for the people like if that's what you're pointing to cloud green cloud gaming and streaming games yeah my which, my data cap because yeah. i have one my yeah. data cap would be done in a week <laughs> if that were the case and that's where and you kind of see it because you know the i would see like in my xbox there's like beta streaming or yeah. cloud yeah I'm like, i don't want that like i don't want to do that like give me Put it right into my hard drive. Like, get out right. of here. Yeah. Kind of thing. And you know, anytime that Call of Duty needs a patch, I know that my internet is going to take a hit for my data cap. <laughs> Games are so sophisticated that it, that reason why. Right. It needs all this storage capabilities. Well, and then you look at mm -hmm. Tears of the Kingdom, you know, yeah. Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. It's like a 20 gigabyte download while um while red dead or grand theft auto yeah. war zone all of that takes up 100 gigabytes they're like 100 yeah yeah like how <laughs> i understand that you know on the switch nothing yeah. looks the way that they do on new consoles but Stop. oh my god you can't tell me that there's not a better way to compress something somewhere well i think there's probably been comparisons where you would take like you know one of you know like you have you know, Miller Solid, the Phantom Pain, and Phantom Pain is like what 20? twenty? Maybe, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd imagine fifty tops. Yeah, and then I think someone compared it to a game that it released with at its time, which was like either three quadruple the amount, right? And what what is the entire reason? Like, yeah, putting, is it because there's so much information that gets into these games, right? Well, that requires you... it. And not every, you know, not every yeah. game's is system or physics or anything else heavy. It's just you're putting all of this into graphical fidelity and 60 frames per second, which is cool. Yeah. 60 frames is great, but I don't always need everything to look like a modern day cinematic experience. Just, you know, just give me, I don't know, a lower poly count and higher frames. And that yeah. I'll take that trade off. I feel like the old man like ranting into this ranting. Yeah, like, we're really yelling to, at clouds to get into the clouds or telling the kids to get off our lawns. Um, yeah, yeah. I I was never. I mean, I'm I'm a casual gamer. I'm like not somebody that's like 
ultra right like, look like like a movie yeah. game yeah you know you know phantom pain itself looks fantastic and a lot of games these days don't touch it same with red dead yeah. you yeah. know if, and red dead i understand you could probably run it at 60 frames per second on some hardware mm-hmm. but it doesn't do that on consoles no. that, that file size is so massive just due to the size of the world and how fucking great it looks yeah <laughs> guess a part of that experience is beholden to how good it looks it looks like mm-hmm. western cinema mm-hmm. but i can't say the same for jedi's like i don't need jedi survivor to look like a realistic star wars you could have given me a different graphical mm-hmm. style almost i don't need it to look like a real star wars <laughs> To get to get the point yeah. across of that, there's several ways that they could have taken it. But mm-hmm. in this day and age, everybody says the more cinematic and the more realistic it looks, the better it sells. If you don't look like that, you're ridiculed online. Yeah. For, you know, I, I, yeah. Redfall, for instance, comes to mind. Yeah. You know, the latest Xbox game really doesn't look good. Runs mm-hmm. only at 30 frames per second. I bet if they made the trade-off and that game ran at 60 frames per second, people would have gotten over the fact that it looks like a game on old hardware. Yeah. Because if it can at least run like a next-generation game while still looking not like one, people can people will forgo that. I mean, because yeah. what's the trade-off that we make these days? We're still playing games in 1080p just at 60 frames per second. Or a, mm. a higher resolution. It's not touching 4K. It's not 2160, mm. but it's, you know, 1440 or something like that. But we willingly make that trade for a game that runs well. You know, done, completed. Yeah, yeah. Well, Tears of the Kingdom, man. I, yeah. <laughs> that's all well, I've been playing really the last week. That that game is so good. And I think it's like, goes back to like, Kuntsufi, like it I, does. Nintendo they make sure that when they put a game out that it's a completed game yes for you to play yeah not something like you know worst case scenario we all we all know cyberpunk yeah how long did it take for that patch oh man it took a it took them a year to make yeah to make that jump i was gonna say like i i was the one one of the people that that bought it yep and then didn't play it because then there were like all these stories coming out like you know it's gonna crash constantly yeah. it's not it wasn't ready yeah and so i waited for the game patch basically to go live to play it so yep. i never went in to see what it looked like before but i i would see online all the youtube videos i got up until about the last quarter yeah. of the game and got tired of all of the glitches it seemed like they had mm-hmm. all started to find ways to compile themselves into every time like every play session of the game would yeah. have two or three and a few of them i never had a crash but i did have mm-hmm. several bugs that did require me to like restart the game uh, and okay. then a few of those in a row in one play session i was like i i'm done i <laughs> and i've yeah. not gone back like i think i maybe played it for 10 minutes after they fixed it and did fixed all it. the new generation patches but yeah you know one day i might probably not though like that alone, I imagine like hurt basically the people that that, that game. Yeah, hurt their credibility hurt, right? Their reputation. Yeah, CD Projekt Red will mm-hmm. uh, never be the same after that in many regards. Yeah, and 
that probably makes me like the old man saying, oh, like, you know, you want to not work harder. You want to work smarter. Right. Like, yeah. Well, which then leads. You, yeah. You, you know, we know so many video games require crunch these days and all these developers are trying to avoid it. But, mm-hmm. you know, it comes at the cost of, you, you know, it comes at the cost of people, not a company to yeah. make these games most of the time. Oh, yeah. You hear the horror stories. Yeah. Of like what goes on. Like I, you know, I. I, I've played Red Dead Redemption 2 right? and in the back of my mind I playing it I would say to myself obviously you're a company you need to make money to make deadlines but was it worth the damage right. you did to your own employees to yeah. get this out there I don't I think can't, it was I can't remember if it was GTA 5 or Red Dead 2 you know mm-hmm. one of them actually had developers spouses writing to Rockstar saying we would mm-hmm. like to see we would like to see our family member, you know, because they've been there for so long. They're there on so many days. They mm-hmm. they lost contact with their life in a way. And then you try to whitewash that with like stories of the people that were the voices and right. like, you know, hearing their stories of how they went to this awesome campus of a building yep. located in New York. Yep. They were treated so great. It was almost like working at a movie studio. Oh yeah. Up, 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 talking with creatives. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, like, if only you talk to the real people. Yeah. If, if only you hurt. talk to the programmer. Yeah. Yeah. If only you talk to the animator. Yeah. Because it's at a point where it's like, if you don't do it, I'll get rid of you. So you know, you're worried about your job, your money, your house, family, everything right. that goes along with it. Yeah. It's like, you know, the Mortal Kombat 1 trailer mm-hmm. just came out yesterday. Yeah. And, you know, I remember all the stories from back when the, you know, th- 9 through 11 were coming out, basically. Mm-hmm. And you'd see the horror stories written by those developers, how they basically suffered through PTSD from the amount of stuff that they had to watch as reference material to then go in and make fatalities. Yeah. So they're watching horrible shit to make horrible shit. And they're animating it also realistically. And it's just... It sounds like a, you know, it sounds like a horror story. And so, like, you would realize, like, and now you know why they, you know, basically bust so many, like, you know, if there's any whispers of a union, uni- yep. unionization. Yep. They were, people Doesn't were fired yeah. because they were insubordinate or... Yeah some other thing that would make them look bad for the reason like no i think they were trying to help their fellow people to be protected yeah they just want a good working environment like everybody else in the world sadly some people have to fight more for it seems like for this industry there is no place where there's a a utopian no world there's no everywhere you go you hear all these things yeah, you look at Activision, you look at Blizzard, you look oh. at—I mean, you look at Riot, you look at all of these horror stories from all of these developers. And just you have to appreciate the people that do this job a hell of a lot more. Yeah, and what happens? People just skim through the credits, yeah, through their names. Like, you know, right. what about those people? How do I skip this? Yeah, it's like I—I curious and like look them up and see like who are these people? Like, what do they? What work else on? did they do? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, what is their stories? Right. And then Konami. It's another story itself. Yeah. Clearly a great place to be. Oh, God. Imagine. I could, I remember, like, back in the day, EGM and GamePro, they, were, they would talk to people because they would send, 
you know somebody there in person right to talk to whoever they're allowed to yeah and you kind of hear like clips and stories of like people saying like well you know to make sure this game is on time i'm sleeping at the office yeah and i'm under my desk do that spin where it's like yeah because you're a trooper you, right you're 100 behind the company yeah sacrificing no. your sleep came, of course that all came at a cost and you know that that's mm. tenfold what it was in the 16-bit era era because now everything's high fidelity all the time yeah and you know when's this like uh you know how you, you're getting all these movies where it's like all these like pioneering and technology like we're getting the blackberry movie yeah you know we got the tetris movie I'm right pretty sure that one wasn't 100 but you get glimpses of some horrible shit there too yeah and how was a wild wild west then like where's when are we gonna get more of that yeah that's a little you know, more truth telling. of course they made one about the hauser brothers at rock stars like and they did you yeah i can't recall what it's called it has uh mm. Daniel Radcliffe in it, mm. but he plays one of the Hauser brothers, I believe. Mm. Um, but you know that that's not the story of those brothers no. or the tales therein. Yeah. Let's see, it's like Rangers is what it was. Oh called. my god, that's, that that title sounds familiar. I just didn't. I probably just didn't watch it. Yeah, it has Bill Paxton in it as well, playing Jack Thompson, the uh, angry attorney that always tried to cancel those games. Man. Oh, shit. Man. Well, Johnny, it's such a downer note, but I hate to tell you, I got a jet, my guy. That's no problem. I know how, like, you know, this industry is crippling. With oh, of course. Yeah, <laughs> we went from really talking about Metal Gear to deconstructing the industry itself, which, in a way, I guess, mm-hmm. to rope it all back, Metal Gear Solid, in a way, and Kojima as a man, as a man, as a, as a, as a game developer, mm-hmm. did in several ways he in yeah. one way or another he he showed us the evils of konami yeah and jump shit jump shit jumped ship at the right time yeah pretty much as i said like before they were gonna do we're gonna do mobile games only yeah all right anybody that's ever decided that has never gotten bit in the ass by fans harder than konami there might be i guess blizzard with their diablo game but yeah, you can't just resign your company to mobile games. Not when you're as clandestine. Not with the history that Konami had. Nobody wants TMNT on mm-hmm. mobile. No, that sucks. But yeah, Adam. So I'm once again thank you for of joining me. Of course. On this little journey we're doing here. Yeah, I'm always around. Uh, of course, our schedules <laughs> often don't align, but. Drop a line and we'll make sure that we talk again. Oh, most definitely. I will hit you up. Yeah. Next time we might uh, we might talk Metal Gear. <laughs> that would be good for a Metal Gear podcast. For a Metal Gear podcast. Metal yeah. Gear. Yeah. You might have to split this one in two and start a separate show. <laughs> yeah. I'm pr- I might that, actually. There you go. We'll see. Take it easy, my man. You as well. We'll catch you next time.